don't think a lot of us have. <laughs> <laughs> like I am like going outside and playing basketball with my son, but I need, I'm going to go for a run later on this afternoon because I need to. <laughs> okay. I, are we alive? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we, we're, we're rocking and rolling. We are live. Okay. I got to mute my computer. I'm new to, I'm new to this uh, Zoom thing. So we are on. We've got nine people on. We're Hi. rocking. We're rolling. We we're are rolling. Um, doo -doo -doo. Just going to turn this phone on, vibrate. Um, so everybody who's watching right now, thank you so much for joining me. My name is Andrew Perry. I am live with the marketing master, Cody May. Um, What's up? This webinar is going to work. Yeah, sorry, Cody. Say what up, man. Say what up. What's up, man? What's happening? Super excited to be on with you, man. Like this has been yeah. a long time coming. So this excited. has been a couple of months in the making for you and I, for sure. Yeah. Um, so guys, who's watching the real estate hackers? Uh, the way this is going to go is we're just going to spit some some ideas out. Um, you know, talk about what Cody's seeing in in his marketplace, which is marketing, right? And um, and uh, and advertising. And then uh, in about half an hour um, or so, we'll feel out the conversation. Um, we're going to be asking those of you who want to be on the call um, uh, to share your ideas. I know Jason Steele, if you're watching, love to hear from you. I'm going to post the links in the, the link in the comment um, somewhere halfway between our running time, about 30 minutes, like I mentioned. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're inviting anybody who has really good ideas or wants to share a story, uh, their successes, or, or maybe something that they tried that didn't work. I mean, I think we all know right now what's not working. Uh, <laughs> yeah. People are being pretty vocal about it. So uh, we're, I'm going to post the links in the, in the comments um, in about half an hour. Maybe I could edit the, I don't think I can edit it live, but I will post it in the comments so that you can, you can jump on the call. Uh, having said that, uh, you're all invited to uh, leave a comment, ask a question. I'm going to try to um, read the comments as I go. Sometimes I get so hopped up in the conversation, I forget to check. So I'll do my best. Um, but anyways, okay, guys, thank you for joining me. I'm very excited to, 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 to do this webinar because well, it's not a webinar, more of a, a conversation. But the reason why I'm very excited about it is because I'll, I'm not going to lie to you marketing and branding those are that's my jam right but even i was like okay what do i do man like what 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 do i do how do i not come off as a tone deaf jerk how do i not look like a shark um and at the same time how do i not how do i just do something so that when this is all over i'm armed and ready to go and hit the ground running um, you know, I've, I've only been in the business three years, so I haven't seen a big, um, uh, I, I don't want to say the word attack, but I haven't seen this uh, downfall of the real estate industry. Some, some are calling it, um, ever. Right. So you, you guys are, uh, who've been in the business, you might have more experience in that regard and know that everything's going to be okay. But for those of you who are new or, or, or maybe don't understand this industry that well, you really don't know what's coming. So having said that, thank you for, for logging on and listening to me ramble. I'm going to go on uh, and introduce Cody now. So Cody May, please introduce yourself uh, let's get this thing kicked off, man. Yeah, man. Uh, my name is Cody May. I run a marketing agency here in Peterborough, Ontario. We uh, help real estate professionals attract leads, automate the marketing, and close more clients. That's kind of our thing. We work across multiple other sectors too. I have a staff of seven in-house, and then I have some remote workers that work really all across the, 
North America. We, you know, we work with real estate professionals all across North America, really helping them uh, do just that. And, uh, you know, like really, uh, you know, over this time that this, these weird and certain economic times are really on a mission to help as many business owners, uh, especially in the local community, really pivot to the online space. And uh, we're seeing a lot of really cool things happen in the real estate space, like people, you know, utilizing platforms like Zoom right now, where it's like a lot of people are using Zoom now. And uh, I'm really excited to chat today about, like we chat about a resiliency mindset, what people can do in order to really, uh, you know, ensure that their businesses are still growing uh, and, uh, you know, excited. I, I want to start off with this because like, you know, you, you, we were talking prior to uh, just this idea of, um, uh, of like, you know, what, what are th some things that people can do to, you know, ensure that their businesses are still growing during these uncertain economic, economic times. And I was just got off a podcast with a good friend of mine who used to work for a company, Sweetwater, in, um, in, in the States. And he said something really unique on the podcast that I was on. He's like, Sweetwater, when he was working for them, said that they chose not to participate in the recession. And it, and it really stuck with me where it's like they had a mindset where it's like, you know, 30, 60, 90 days out. I want to give a shout out to Kathleen Black. She was on our podcast the other day about really, you know, doubling down on your marketing efforts, doubling down on, you know, your, your logistics and having clear perspective, clear focus and an action strategy right. for what you want to do over the next 30, 60, 90 days. I'm glad you, I'm glad you said that because um, when this thing first kicked off, um, we heard a whole lot of people coming onto, uh, you know, Facebook and in real estate hacks and things like that. Saying, "Hey, now's a good time. Leads are cheap. Everybody's in front of their computer. Everybody's in, on their phone. Uh, now's a good time to uh, get yourself out there." And I totally agree. But with what you said, it's all about purpose um, and 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 about clarity. And and I think I like what you said, where we're not participating in the recession. So Revel, uh, we had an amazing team meeting. We had a hundred people on the on the Zoom call. Maybe that's why Zoom is is breaking down. Everybody's on it, right? Yeah, I so, know, yeah. Um, but but one of the biggest thing that our leader Ryan Saravelli, uh, broker and owner, was talking about is is like, look, the biggest triumphs come from these, um, I'm going to call them opportunities. Yes, of course, uh, we have to be sensible to the fact that everybody is dealing with some sort of pain or, or you know, uh, the loss of loved ones or they're grieving or, or they're trying to understand what the hell is going on in the world. So we do have to be respectful of that. But like you said, there is opportunity here. And I'm going to go out and say, I am not participating in the recession. What about yeah. you? Yeah, man. Like, you know, I, I have the same, I, I've never, I've always had a glass half full outlook on life. And, you know, I think that's why you and I connected so well, so quickly. Um, this glass half full mentality of like, you know, there is no scarcity, like I don't have a scarcity mindset where like, and I think a lot of it starts with mindset, but I think a lot of it also starts with just actually giving a damn about your clients. Like, I think, you know, if, if I could like really get across anything today, it's like, you know, if you show your clients that you actually care and really give a damn and you lead from a, if you lead from a servant's mindset and a servant's heart, I think ultimately things will just fall into place for you. And that, that, that idea of scarcity and that idea of lack just doesn't even really exist if you just start to lead with 
um, you know, that, that type of mindset and that, that type of like, I give a, a damn, like when, when this whole thing started, I picked up the phone and called all of my clients, like every single one of them and said, how are you doing? Like everything good. Uh, you know, and like we lost some clients during this and I'm okay with that because I understand like under, like I, I have like you, I like what you said, like the empathy piece where it's like, you know, I'm building a business for 30, 60, 90 days, but also for three, five years down the road. So it's like, I understand that the actions I take right now will affect me three to five years down the road. Mm-hmm. So it's like, are you, you need to be as much focused on the next 30, 60, 90 days as you do three to five years down the road. I, I totally agree. And, and I'm just going to kind of preface uh, this conversation to the hackers that are watching. If you have been paying attention uh, to Cody in, in our groups or, or through other social networking uh, uh, channels, you, you know that th- there's a reason why I'm talking to him. There's a reason why him and I have chosen to work together as well. Um, because it, he's, he's developed that value system where he has want, and the reason why I'm telling you this is that if you have been watching him, I want you to try to relate that to your own business. So he is out there providing value. And, and we've got Andrew Foliato, we've got Otto from Agent Locator, we've got Kathleen Black, we've got David Greenspan. We've got a, a, a ton, sorry if I've forgotten anything. So many, but so many good people. A, we've got a huge, amazing group of value-driven coaches and business owners in this real estate hacks group. And I want to thank you all. And the one thing that, dra- that, that drives business to them, and probably a majority of them are referrals, I'm going to go ahead and bet that they are referrals, mm-hmm. is because they're so value-driven. They're, they're, they're giving away all these little pieces of value that you can use and implement into your business. And then when the time comes, you can talk to them. And so, okay, is this, why am I saying this? Well, because I want you to try to relate that into your business, into your marketing, into your content. When you're, when you're sitting there thinking about what can we do? Well, okay. So, so what is it that you know about your market? What, why are you in real estate? What uh, niche are you in? Find out what you're passionate about and double down on that. Yeah. Right. I, I, and I love that, you know, finding your niche, finding what you're passionate about, finding the people you want to serve and you want to work with. It's like, we, we took a very different approach when we started building our business to wanting like, you know, choosing like a, like almost like a dream 100 list of like, these are the people that we really want to work with. And, uh, and we, we approach the approach it that way. And it's like, I might not do business. We always took, took the approach of like, I might not do business with you now but i might do business with you three months six months five years down the road it's like a i think you know if you lead with relationships and you lead with um you know fostering those relationships that you know eventually things will just come to you and it's it's obviously it takes work and i'm I'm not saying that it's just like i'm not talking with the secret obviously you have to put it in the work and i feel like i've worked more over the last two weeks than i have in the past six months um just really trying to provide massive value to people but also to you know, my, my staff and uh, the people that, you know, we serve, but if I can give anyone one tip specifically that I know for a fact that has worked, like we're launching about four new campaigns over the next week and a half to two weeks. And um, something that just has worked for us is like, just this idea of like, like your past clients, your current clients, your prospects, pick up the phone and call every single one of them. You know, it's going to take you a very, very long time, probably, especially if you have a bunch of clients, but if you pick up the phone and just call them and just like the phone call is just like, how are you and the kids? How are you and the family? Like, is everything good? Even just a quick, simple, simple text. It's like, stop trying to figure out how to automate those, 
like, you know, there, there's a, there's a time and place for automation, but stop trying to automate everything inside of your business. It's like, if you can get on the phone with somebody or record a quick video being like, Hey, Hey, Andrew, you know, I know that we're going through uncertain economic times. I want to make sure that everything is good with you and your family and speak from the heart because the Mm -hmm. more that you can speak from the heart, uh, about, you know, how you feel about your, your clients and how you feel about your end consumer and how you feel about your leads and your prospects, you know, they're, they're not going to forget that in a three to six month to a five year window. They're going to remember that for sure. Well, in, in you're wondering, people are probably wondering, why are you talking about picking up the phone um, on a seminar uh, that's live about marketing? And I, I, I'm going to tell you, Cody, and for those who are probably are may thinking that question, marketing um, and branding, um, it, it starts with you and, and starts from you know, um, that, that mindset right off the bat. And it's, it starts with, sorry, not mindset, mind share. Sorry, David Greenspan. It starts with that mind share, right? And that's how you develop your brand. And, and that's where marketing stems from. It's, it's just a, it's just a, a message of your brand, right? So I, I think starting in, in just showing, starting out by contacting your database and just letting them know that, Hey, look, I'm here for you. And so Cody, would you like, let's not a little roll call here, but let's say I called, you called me and I just asked you, okay, well, Hey, Cody, thank you very much, man. I, I really appreciate you. Give me a call. What, what's the market like? So Cody, you probably don't have that exact answer. Yeah. Um, so what do you suggest telling them? Do you suggest telling them, Oh, well, you know, it's probably going to pick up. Oh yeah. The market's bad. Or do you just say, Hey, you know what? I, I don't know the truth, man. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you. Tell them the truth. Like tell them, what's how you know you're you're unsure like like you know if you don't know don't like don't say something you're unsure of like i'm always like i'm a a big proponent of under promise over deliver um because i i feel like if you over promise and under deliver it can be a dangerous slippery slope and uh and that's where i think branding comes in is like just making people aware that you're, you're 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 available and you're here and um that you're you're here to help and uh you know, it's like, it's producing more content. So, you know, I really commend you like just for the amount of content that you're, you're producing. Like, so, you know, whether it be picking up the phone and actually physically calling all of your prospects or all your leads or all your clients, but it's also the element of like being out there and being present and just uh, producing a positive environment in such a really weird space that we're in. So commend you for that, man. It's awesome. No, no, that's, that's awesome. And, and, and thank you for saying that. So, um, sorry, I got a barking dog here. Maybe, maybe the dog needs to go to the washroom. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so, okay. So l- l- we've, we've done that. We've called our database. We we've had that first conversation, you know, we we've tried to settle them a little bit because you got to remember their go-to person of their largest asset. I know everybody uses that term a lot, but their go-to person is you, right? So, uh, the, the uncertainty, of of their um, retirement or their kids' college tuition is is essentially uh, lies in in the way you handle these situations. So moving on from there, what kind, what what's a good way? What's a good um, avenue? Let's say that agents can kind of start implementing today um, to put themselves out there and and not kind of be tone deaf. So I guess what I mean by that is what type of 
how should be they, how should agents present themselves maybe on a personal level or should they come out swinging and, and, and provide stats about the market? I mean, where do you think the general marketplace wants to see realtors right now? I think it's a fine line. And like, I don't know if I have the, the exact answer. I just know what's working for us. And it's, I think that people more than ever, they just need to hear your story. It's like, where, where are you at and how can you help? And just that you're, you're, you're there and you're able to provide a massive amount of value. And I think that more, like more than ever, people just need to know that you're real and that you're going through things as well. And then how you're coming through it and how you're pivoting. And, you know, I, I think like more than ever, it's just, it's, I think there, there's a, there's a soft way to sell right now. And I think like, and I've been telling real estate professionals this for years. I'm like, the softest way to sell is to get all of your clients to give you a video testimonial and post that to your channel. Let other people do the selling for you. Hmm. That, like that, that for me is like, I, I've been telling people, like any client we work with, I'm like, your, your, your biggest asset right now is, is having other okay. people on the other end actually tell your story. You know, that's why we so focus so heavily on video testimonials. Like if you can get your client to give you a video testimony of like, here is where I was before. Here is how, th this is how, you know, Andrew helped me really solve my, uh, the problem that I had. And uh, th this is the, the process that he took me through. If you can have somebody else tell your story, I think that's something super powerful. And I think it's something super underutilized in the real estate space right now. Okay, great. So I love it. So just for a quick recap, for those who are just hopping on, uh, we're going to be answering your questions. So if you have any questions, please put them in the comments. Um, other than that, um, maybe in half an hour, 20 minutes or so, we're actually going to post the link so you can hop on the call with us live. We'd love to hear from our fellow coaches, our marketing experts, our, our realtors that have had some success. But just to recap, so, so, so far, what you can start doing right away is start making those calls to your current clients and just checking in as a, a, a simple, hey, how are you doing? How are the kids handling up? How's your mother in the retirement home? Is everything okay? And then two, one thing that you can start doing, yes, everybody is home right now. We all know that, right? So I, I'm not gonna lie to you. If, if those people that who are, who are laid off work right now, I'm not saying that they're just sitting home eating Doritos, but they're probably experiencing some boredom. So why not give your clients a little bit of a project, get a testimonial from them, you know, a simple cell phone video, a selfie. I think that would even go further than hiring a video crew and sending them to the house. Obviously you can't do that because we're in quarantine, but I'm just saying, I think that, Hey, you know what? I'm enjoying my time with my family on the couch in the living room that Andrew Perry sold me. Yeah. You, he did a phenomenal job. And, I, and, and why not? I, I think now is probably one of the better times to ask for a testimonial. Mm -hmm. I think people are too scared to reach out to their clients right now. And I think that's a bad thing. Um, I think it's a bad thing if you're reaching out uh, for the wrong things, but I'm telling you one of the good things is, is probably asking for a video testimonial. So right on Cody, what else? Yeah, man. Like that, like I think the video testimonial thing is, is super, super massive. And, and like, I would encourage you if you are like holding off for doing video testimonials because you want to hire like, you know, a videographer in order to get them to do it. Um, from a, from a Facebook ad standpoint, which is something that we specialize in, um, they like, we find that we find that cell phone videos, um, they, they perform a lot better in retargeting videos than a polished video. 
like kind of that real authentic honest um idea of like here here is here is where i was here here's where i am now and just that that raw and honest the more emotional it can be um you know especially if you have somebody that's uh you know from a video testimonial standpoint um something somebody that they went through a hard time and you you help them through that that period of that hard time that they went through uh i find that can be super super effective um the other element you know i wrote down a few things the other element was just being able to change and pivot quickly like you know it's like a lot of people i'm finding like you know because i observe what's happening kind of in the real estate space a lot of people are really concerned about you know belly to belly it's like how do i how do i sell now it's like now more than ever is the time to double down learn more uh you know whether take that online course that you never had an opportunity to do dig back into that online course that you in the past couldn't necessarily find the time to do or the other element uh, of it is is read that book that you wanted to read and uh it, it's like use this time for development like whether it be personal development whether it be business development use this time for development to you know be like and i, I like what kathleen black said yesterday and you know because like i it's on the top of my head she said that you can't just expect to stop your business now and like do nothing over the next 30 to 60 to 90 days and expect it to just turn back on. It's not realistic. Mm -hmm. It's like, you need to figure out a way to pivot. So whether it be learning how to use zoom, uh, in order to do, you know, buyer consultation. Like I did. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. You were, you were messaging me yesterday, figuring out how to, how to use this. But again, like, I think that's so important. I think that's something that, um, you know, it's like you, you now more than ever is the time to pivot. And I feel like people over the next, year two years are gonna like this whole entire thing is gonna be i I think it's gonna be with us for a little while so it's like Hmm. how can you pivot now to help you future proof your business a year to two years from now you know utilizing technology Mm -hmm. like things like zoom or uh you know facetime or whatever you're using it's like finding different ways that you can physically uh pivot for your business okay yeah good point um, and then one thing that I'll kind of just, just add, like, I'm just a, I'm a list guy. So I kind of like to go down the list and, you know, we've, we've got call clients testimonials. And I think if, if you're going to, um, you know, start experimenting with video, if you haven't already, just now is a perfect time. Okay. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yes. We have more eyes, but that's a good thing because not only are you going to be, uh, become more personable to your clients, um, but you're also going to be. Uh, if you're just starting out, uh, it, there's a vulnerability, right, to those people who are just starting out and they're just mm-hmm. they're just getting their confidence. Um, and for those people who are on who are pros at video, um, I, I, I think uh, Jason Steele is, has been doing a, an amazing job. Um, he's actually invited um, his lawyer uh, and his mortgage broker on. Um, you know, to, to talk about the, the, the changes and, um, Kathleen Black had Reuven on, right? So, I mean, it's find somebody who, who's an expert in something that you're not, um, you know, like Cody on this call with, with me, right. Um, uh, and try to bring some light and some more information to educate your clients. Because when this is all said and done, they might not be commenting or, or liking, um, you know, your Instagram posts or your videos, but they're, they're watching you and, and they want to make sure that, you know, when the time comes and they're getting back into the market that you have shown a professional side, a personal side, and you've, you've, if you don't know the answers, you're doing your damn best to try to figure it out. Right. 
Yeah, I think one of the biggest things like I hear from a lot of real estate professionals that I that I chat with is like they 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 don't like tire kickers. And I think that the more content that you produce, the 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 you you begin to attract your tribe and mm-hmm. you like you repel the people that don't want to work with you. Like I look at somebody like Jessica Yates and Jill Price that and yourself that post a ton of content. They're ultimately when they're posting all this content and sharing the, uh, them like sharing about themselves and we do the same thing. We ultimately attract our tribe and we repel the people that are like, I don't like that person because either they shared this thing about themselves. And it's like you, at the end of the day, you're just saving yourself time. Like, like if somebody doesn't like me, I would rather them not hop on a call with me to figure out if they, if I can help them get to where they want to go. And oftentimes like for me, like I, in the first, if you ever on a sales call with me, I'll often probably swear within the first five minutes of, uh, of the call. And if you're offended by that, then, you know, you probably want to, won't want to work with me, but I do that strategically because I'm like, I know that mm-hmm. the, the, the relationship that I'm building is, you know, is not just a three month window. I want it to be, you know, I want you to be with me for three, five, seven years for your entire business. So, yeah. you know, it's like you're building that long-term relationship. So it's like the more you produce content, tell your story. And that's kind of our tagline at Studio PTBO is tell your story. And I, I think that, you know, I want to commend, you know, people like you and Jessica Yates and Jill Price for constantly telling their story in the online space, because I think ultimately you're attracting your tribe and you're repelling the people that don't want to work with you. I, and I, you're right. And I think I created a blog like, you know, four years ago is about creating your own audience, mm-hmm. right? So it, it's, it's, I learned when I was trying to hit my sales quota at a company called LA Fitness, I was having a really hard time with this, excuse my language, uh, a bitch of a client. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and then my VP, who I thought I lost the sale and he, he came up to me and he's like, Andrew, do you really want somebody like that in your club? And I was like, and then that's when it clicked. I'm like, oh my yeah. God, my life would be so much easier if all my clients were A, similar, or yeah. B, you know, we, we knew a lot about of each other and we had a relationship be, before we even started working together. Um, and I think the whole thing about creating your own audience is that it, it's also in, in, in telling your story is that they're, they're going to like you and trust you before they even want to know uh how big of an expert you are in the business i yep. like i think that comes last uh, especially this day and age maybe that sentence didn't like uh, uh pop out of my mouth real I, I i don't really articulate myself sometimes but no i i understand what you're saying because like you know i hear the common phrase we hear oftentimes within marketing and branding is like the no like and trust factor yep. where it's like we find like you know, my business partner, Neil, often will say, you know, putting out content and telling your story and producing valuable content for people is comfort food. So it's like, it, it breaks the barriers. It's kind of like social media is just a giant water cooler that essentially, the more content you produce, and the more that you share about yourself, it essentially breaks down all barriers. And like, you probably get this from producing so much content, people feel like they already know you before they physically have even met you. So, and that's like why it's, I I find social media is such a powerful thing where it's like, I have friends from all over the world that run agencies. We've never actually physically met face to face, but it's like, I feel like I know them because we built a relationship online. And I really want to encourage anyone um, that is in the real estate hacks group that is like wondering how do I build uh, you know, a relationship with people in the online space? It's like, well, now is the time more than ever because you know, you, like you and I have never really actually met face to face, right? Like in person, but we've formed a fairly good relationship. Uh, and where we know, we know 
quite a bit of stuff about each other. And this is right. This is the power about social media, and this is how powerful it can be as a tool. Right. And and the way that I could kind of uh, put it in perspective um, for those of you who don't really understand what we're talking about or don't understand the the full impact of what we're talking about. Um, think about when Robin Williams passed away or maybe you're another favorite actor that you know or love. Um, remember when they passed away and how that made you feel. You've never met the person. Maybe you did. I don't know. But it's you, you didn't know them on a personal level, yeah. but but you did, right? You've allowed them into your home over the course of your entire life, and and you've gotten to know them on on um, uh, you know through their essentially marketing, right? Yeah. Their their videos and their movies and their uh, TV shows. Um, so so that's all we're trying to do. We're trying to build that. Uh, relationship with our clients. So by the time they they get to us, they they already know so much about us. They yeah. they're they're already pre qualifying themselves. Um, uh, so Cody, I I'm gonna post in the comments the link so that others can join in with us. Yeah, I love before, it. Be, before I do that, is there anything um, else that maybe you want to um, uh, get off your chest, or is there anything else that you feel might contribute to the conversation? I feel like, you know, like kind of the three things that I wrote down that I wanted to kind of get across was just like, give a damn, be proactive, get creative and share your story. Yeah. Um, you know, be a proactive. Don't wait for your, your clients to call you, call them, like go through your, take this entire time and call literally every single client you've ever worked with, get on, call them and say, how are you doing? How are the kids? You know, like now is the time to do that. And uh, that goes for your leads too. You know, if you, I don't care if you have a thousand leads in your pipeline call them, call every single one of those thousand leads in your pipeline and just say, Hey, how's everything going? Hope you and the fam hope you and your family are great. Whether it be a text message. I I've, I've texted almost every single lead that hasn't, um, that hasn't actually started working with us yet, but will in the future, I've texted all of them. I have all their cell phone numbers. And I just said, Hey, I hope everything's going well with you and the family, uh, during these strange times. And it's just that, that touch points. Like I'm not trying to sell them anything. They might never work with me and that's okay. Um, it's just, you know, being a human, the, the more that you can be a human during this time, I feel like that ultimately will have a larger impact in the long term and in the short term. Awesome job, buddy. Um, I'm just going to, I'm new to this zoom thing. So I'm going to try to just, okay. I think Kieran, are you on? Can you hear me? Hey. Hey, hey how's up? it going? Good. How are Welcome, you? Not too bad. Welcome to the call. Thank you. Who else do we have here? It's Cody May. I, I, th I think Kathleen Blackwood's going to try to hop on as well. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's open for everybody. Okay. So if you guys are watching this and you, you have some, uh, you know, some, something to comment in regards to how we can better market ourselves and our business during these times, please hop on the call. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, Kieran, welcome. Yay. What do you have for us? How are you doing, by the way? How are you doing? That's what I want. I'm doing okay. As good as can be. I've had a lot of travels in the last little while more than I would have more planes right. than I would have liked to be on. <laughs> but you know, I think, you know, it's, it's so much about stories these days, more so now than, than ever. I think we have to tackle this with empathy. When you say marketing, of course, things are very different right now. And I think, you know, also what I'm hearing from your conversation, it's a lot about the stories that we have to share to 
to demonstrate that, you know, we're all in this together and that we have the empathy, but also keep a sense of optimism going, which is really, really important right now. And um, be that be that leader that they're looking for in this in these times i think because there's a lot of people that are lost right now there's a lot of people that don't really know how to make sense of all the overwhelming flood of information that's out there and i think we're in a really good position to be that you know to to kind of guide them to take that information and to to put it in front of our clients our followers and people who are out there you know that don't quite know how you know how to make sense of this and provide context in these times so um, do you st suggest using Instagram stories? Yes. I mean, that's <laughs> <Yes>. just <laughs> shockingly. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I still think, you know, we, we're all spending a lot more time. My screen time's gone up more than I would yeah, like to. Like crazy. <laughs> so, so how can we, how can we make, how can people who are on this call make that transition from, um, you know, Hey, just listed, check out this three bedroom to, okay, shoot. Now I need to do something because a, you might not even have a listing to share right now, but, yeah. but B it, it, you still have to be sensitive to the time. So what, what's something easy that somebody could just, you know, start implementing today in their marketing? Yeah. So, um, I was actually having a chat with, uh, my good friend Nasma yesterday. So over the last yes, couple of days, yes. me and her have been speaking a fair bit about it. And if you follow some of her stuff and her agents, what I really love is that they've taken the whole stories element and are showcasing still showcasing properties, but in a more entertaining way. So it's more like, you know, here's story time. So it keeps people engaged in the market. It keeps them interested in the market and you're still being sensitive rather than being like, you know, oh my God, you need to buy now. Like I'm seeing some agents do that. And for me personally, I don't know. It doesn't quite resonate in these times because I think the last thing we need to do right now in these times is put pressure on people when there needs mm -hmm. to be no pressure. People are already going through a lot of like, you know, people are, we have to be sensitive to the circumstances, but I think there is nothing wrong with still going through and virtually showing people houses. You don't even need to mm. be at a property. You can literally be sitting in front of your computer and, you know, looking through properties and just flip the screen of oh, your man. phone and just start showcasing stuff and, you know, give context, make it interesting. That's a really cool idea. Just, I love yeah. that you just said that because um, like Nazma, obviously I, I like I cannot stop. I cannot wait when she's posting stories because I want to flip through it and I want to find out uh, how much that house sold for. But I think that's a really cool idea. So w let's say you, you open up the MLS, you open up realtor.ca or maybe you open up a video and, and every photo, maybe you could, you could be virtually with one buyer or maybe you could do it online for your, everybody to see but go through that listing sure. as if you would go through it yourself before you even show it to a buyer and and, and present yeah. that to your network yeah i just think you're thinking out loud in some cases because we're all spending time mm -hmm. on mls wow. and then you're noticing things and it's just a matter of oh this is something really interesting we just saw. Look at this, look at the trends. You know, a lot of information that's out there is not based on any merit. It's just opinions people are throwing around. So I think when right. you show things like that, that are based on facts, that are based on actually what's going on, it also is, you know, you're also busting myths that are going around about the market and what's really going on. And I think that's what people really need to hear. It's, it's a tough time for everybody, but you know, her and I had this conversation, you cannot, 
not speak out in these times. I feel like, you know, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to your own personal marketing, it's important for us to speak out, but it's important for us to speak out in the right way with optimism, like I said. And yeah, showcasing property virtually, you can talk, there is, you know, we just have to get a little bit more creative, I think. <laughs> no, I love that. And see, look, yeah. we, we all do this. Um, we all hop on and we try to educate ourselves. And, you know, the however many people yeah. are watching, they're all looking for that one thing. And I, I found my one thing for the day. Maybe I'll find some more. But thank you so much. I appreciate that. Uh, thank you for Kathleen, me. thank you for popping on. I appreciate that. You've obviously been very busy uh, over the course of the last couple of weeks as well, right? Yeah, we we have been busy, but good busy. You know, we're yeah. trying to lean in and well, you're and sharing a lot of stuff, and we we really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, there's been no pause over here, but <laughs> um, you know, aside from aside from that, everyone's talking about the extra time. I think my team has been uh, busy, but I think we're doing what everyone's trying to do. You know, lean in and support and keep a positive mindset, right? Because, you know, although it might seem so next week, we have a lot more um, that we're bringing that's mindset and personal development and a couple of specialists. But I think right now, you know, focusing on anything that keeps us positive and confident and, you know, responsive is, is a good thing. Mm-hmm. So how are you, um, how are you expressing to your clients um, maybe not in so much a marketing standpoint, but how are, how are you expressing to your clients? Like, you know, how are they keeping busy? Well, we've been breaking down um, all of our communication. So there's six different buckets we've been talking about because a lot of the advice has been taking all like, just like marketing, right? Marketing is your big umbrella. Then you have all your different advertising pieces. So some are direct response, some are direct marketing. Like these are, some are repeat and referral. Like these are all different types of ways that we're going to connect with people. And um, we also want to make sure we're applying communication the same way. You know, we're not going to communicate with somebody right now who has been online and requested information from us the same way we're going to communicate with, you know, past client or a direct referral or, you know, a family friend or family member that's in our database. So Mm -hmm. we're really looking at who are our priorities, who do we need to respond to and talk to first, and then how do we need to adjust our message? And we're certainly still talking about marketing. You know, one of those buckets is um, strategy, right? Like, what are you doing for social? What are you doing for videos, Mm -hmm. emails? Um, What are you doing for online? Um, Uh, workshops, things like that. Like that's a huge consideration right now. You want your messages to be congruent, right? Yeah. Um, And I apologize, Cody was, uh, you messaged me, we talked about before we hit the call, but um, what about when you're saying pivoting in your marketing, what about, where does email marketing come into all this? Uh, If anybody who wants to chime in is more than welcome. Well, I think it's, there's a couple of places, right? Like, of course, as realtors, you know, when we hear that you can put your, communication on auto and just do email and just do text. I mean, that yeah. that's every agent's like dream, you know, to say, wait, yeah. I can tap out and I can get leads and I can just have it emailed and text and the deals are going to come to me. Like, of course, that's everyone's shiny squirrel that we're following. Right. Um, but I think the reality is, you know, we know conversion is much lower on just email drip campaigns are really difficult. But the second thing is, a lot of them aren't um, in line with the message right now. You know, do you want to have email drip campaigns going out that are hardcore about buying and selling um, to people you maybe talked to six months ago or four months ago? Um, Probably not. So, I mean, when it comes to the drip campaigns or they're saying put them on pause, um, do do authentic messaging with your emails right now. I mean, we have a chance to reach out, to have videos in them, to change them depending on Mm -hmm. who we're talking to. You know, if it's somebody who is thinking of buying or selling in the next six months, they have tons of questions 
you know, we want to let them know what we're doing, community outreach, but they also have questions about, hey, I was thinking of listing, you know, what does this mean for financing? Would I be able to yeah. close? Is it a still a good time for me to go in the market when all of this is done? What do you think is going to happen? Like their list of questions is really long. Whereas, you know, the most important people I think we need to talk to are anybody who's firm, but not closed, right? Because yeah. they, they need, like we were talking about today, it's like being on the plane, yeah. get on the loudspeaker <laughs> before they're panicking, get on the loudspeaker, yeah. bring information before they're panicking. If anybody out there has firm deals or, you know, obviously an accepted deal, you would have think you've talked to them by now, but if anybody has any type of active deal, get on the phone and get calling. Um, Cody, when I, when we reached out, um, we were talking about pivoting in your messaging. Um, so one of the things that I've started to implement, um, in all my email marketing, uh, which is not automated by the way I control when it goes out. Um, but at the same time, I've actually stripped my, the way I've done it, stripped my templates, stripped no image in the background. Um, very little to no uh, um, logos obviously have to be Rico compliant, but at the same time, I've really stripped it down. Um, just, just to, I don't know. Is that the right thing to do? Cody? Yeah. Like, you know, we open, we find like stripped down emails always tend to perform better. And the, like, it's a mixture of, of both. Like, you know, we're kind of shifting gears here. Um, but like, you know, from an email marketing standpoint, like I'm a huge fan of Dean Jackson. I think he, like I, I love him. I, his, his idea of his nine word email is something super important uh, to remember when in your sequences. And um, like, I, I like that you say that you're so focused on stripping down your emails yeah. because the more that they can look like just a, a like less like a newsletter and more like a personal message to the person, I find that those just always perform better. I find like when you add a bunch of logos and it feels like a newsletter, people are like, what the heck am I receiving here? We find a lot better open rate. And like the fact that you're doing that already, like you're on like a, you're on a really good, um, uh, a good path that way. So, you know, those are one really big thing that uh, we really look for is, you know, if you're not listening to Dean Jackson, I definitely recommend uh, him for sure. Thanks for your input, man. Now I got another question for you. Okay. So what are your thoughts on, so what I'm seeing right now, is I'm seeing a lot of of a lot of the big guys, Uncle G, Grant Cardone, mm -hmm. um, they're sending out emails from. At first, they're sending them out from Grant Cardone or Uncle G, but yeah. then if you're not responding to them or opening them, they obviously can track that, and then you're getting hit with a random name and that random name is somebody on their team and you open it up and you're like, Oh, it's from Grant Cardone's office. Yeah. Now, do you think something like that? I mean, every to each their own, I'm not going to talk about uh, uh, anybody's business practices, but from your perspective, is that something that we should be implementing uh, in a time like this? That's a, that's a hard one. And I, I, I would love to hear from Kathleen on this one, like, because I like, you know, cause she works with a ton of real estate teams. I find that like, you know, I, I tend to go towards like what I'm seeing, like you know, talking about the Grant Cardone thing, I'm seeing everyone address this whole COVID-19 thing, like all standardized. And like, I don't know, like it just, I, I feel like it's not personalized enough. And um, one thing I will mention that anyone running Facebook ads, you know, I want to provide this, please, for the love of God, do not put COVID-19 in your ads. I said this the other day in the real estate hacks group, your ad account will get banned if you do that. And I'm seeing a lot of people do this in the online space. 
And I'm seeing a lot of uh, ad accounts getting banned. So Kat Howell, I've connected with her community. Um, you know, we're trying to pound this home. Do not use COVID-19 in your Facebook ads. Uh, you, your okay. account will get banned. Um, okay. So in, that's a really good point because I was actually even writing marketing in a crisis for a, pub, uh, a private group I felt very uneasy about doing. Um, and, it's, and it's really weird because um, you're, you're trying, and that's another question, subject lines. Um, are, is that something that we should really try to be encouraging those creative ways of tricking people to open their emails? Um, or, or should it just be like, hey, we're here for you? Mm -hmm. Or hey, what's happening right now? Is it should it be something simple or should we be implementing those, um, you know, bait and switch subject lines? Well, you know, I, I tend to always lean towards whatever the stats are. Um, you know, HubSpot put in an article about probably about a year ago saying like it was like 39 subject headlines get read, open and responded to. And one of those, like one of the ones that actually really work for a lot of salespeople is just like hoping to help with an emoji. Um, you know, just like, I, I try not to reinvent the wheel, try to do the things that like are tried, true and tested. Um, so I'm really curious, like, you know, what, like, what are you guys, what are you implementing with uh, the real estate teams that you're working with from an email marketing standpoint, Kathleen? Um, great. Well, I'm going to flip it a little bit and sure. say our contact rates are way up, right? Like for some teams, they're double. So, I mean, you can focus on the email marketing right now, or you can focus on picking up the phone and connecting with people. Um, when double the people are picking up in our home, I want to pick up the phone because that's our strongest conversion tool. Um, overall, I'm not saying text and email are important. Of course they are, of course. Um, but I think the key again for us is, is uh, customizing the message depending on who you're talking to, because I think Andrew, you brought up a great point, you know, should I be just reaching out and saying, Hey, I just want to help. I want to support. Should I be reaching out with email or with a real like business? Mm -hmm. And I don't think we ever need a bait and switch. And I think sometimes bait and switch is misunderstood, right? The market has a certain, like our clientele have a certain impression of the market. They have certain solutions that they want to have. And I think for years, people in our industry have been given a bad name because like, well, they're doing a bait and switch, you know, they're saying 1% total commission or no commission or whatever it is. But at the end of the day, there's a lot of people who advertise 1% total commission who sign 80% of their listings at 5%. Why mm -hmm. is that? Because they're, they're saying to the market, you want this, so I'm going to give it to you, but then I'm going to educate you on the options and you're probably not going to pick it. So right. I think that there's a big difference between like a bait and switch on purpose versus Am I in tune with what the market's looking for and offering the solutions they want? So I have a chance to educate on my area of expertise, which is the real estate industry. So I, I really think it's more important than ever to customize our messages, depending on who we're talking to. Is this a new lead? Is it a follow-up? Is it a past client? Is it somebody who's virtually engaged with me? And like, maybe they're my buyer now, but they're on pause because they're not comfortable with just virtual showings, whereas other people are. Like I need to have a, a very clear focused message for all of those different groups. Or, or I think it can get difficult when your business could pause, even though you're calling, like say it differently. The more, if you put double the goodwill into the market, triple the goodwill into the market, not all of it is real estate, but you're still going to have double or triple the real estate opportunities eventually coming back. Even though that's not right. what we're focusing on, it'll just naturally happen. I, I totally agree. And I loved how um, uh, you answered that question because it, it, it's, it's two different um, sides on, on the way, uh, that you're marketing yourself. And, and I love what, and I, I can relate to what you're saying because Chris Costable is a good friend of mine and he was implementing, um, those strategies and you're right. They, they, you have to know who you're talking to. And once you figure that out, um, you are signing up people at 
five, six, seven percent. So I, I think you're right, and I love that. Um, I've got uh, David Landsman uh, on the uh, on the call, um, and he's actually from Atlanta. So hey, I, hey everybody, how you doing today? Um, yeah, great, man. How you doing? Yeah, thanks for including me in the call. I really appreciate it. We um, so we're not on like complete shutdown right now, so we're still trying to. I have uh, let's see, under my brokerage, I have about 270 agents right now, and wow. um, and a lot of them are still out working and things like that. So we're actively um, still trying to do business, and you know, virtual tours is a big thing. Um, you know, I don't know if you guys are familiar with like the iBuyer programs with um, Zillow and things like that. We actually have the Zillow contract here and we have a lot of those homes that are vacant. So that's helping us out a lot by doing virtual tours. Um, clients are seeming to really love that. Um, a couple cool things that we've done is I know you guys are utilizing zoom right now. Uh, of course we have two different categories, three different categories, really of people, right? We have current clients, you have your past clients, and then you have future prospects. And I've been putting out, um, zoom kind of like happy hours. Um, and we've had a bunch of people on them. So we have internally, our database is about 68 uh, to 70,000 people. Um, wow. and so when we send those out, what course into the individual categories, nice. we have prospects that are getting on the happy hours. And, um, we're actually having a lot of fun with, uh, with a lot of them where people have like a drink in their hand and they're like, like cheers. And it's really bringing the community because I think a little bit of it is this, and I might be completely crazy with this, um, but I really feel like realtors are going to be the ones to, to kind of spark the economy when everybody gets back open and things like that for a couple of different reasons. Some of them are funny, right? Like some of them are, I think people are cooped up in their house right now and they're realizing how small they are. And they're like, Oh my God, honey, we need a bigger bathroom now that we've been in here quarantined for two, three weeks. And they're going to be, and so they're already in their home. They're going to be shopping for houses online. So like for us, I'm telling my agents, and again, I completely get like the insensitivity to it right now. We, we shouldn't necessarily be in, you know, going out there and saying, Hey, if you're interested in seeing a house, call me today. Um, and, and being, you know, apathetic to, to some people's hardships. But for me, there's going to be people that are inside their house trapped saying, honey, look at this one. You know, they're laying in bed and they're, I mean, how many leads have you gotten or how many pings, um, of a response when someone like clicking on I'm interested in seeing this house at 11 o'clock at night. I mean, yeah. tons of them. Well, now it's 11 o'clock at night, 24 hours a day. Yeah. So, so people are like shopping for homes all day long. So we're, we're really amping up our, our marketing as far as getting those virtual tours. Um, yeah. Agents are going out there and doing video walkthrough tours, sending them over to the client. Uh, we WhatsApp channel. We actually have incorporated all, you know, 275 of my agents to help out too, right? So we can throw a client in there and like one of the other agents that happens to be in the area or maybe lives right mm -hmm. by that home so they're not out as long is going over there for my other agent and video walk doing it for the, for the client. So we're really getting there with those. But as far as those three platforms we're doing with the happy hours, people that are prospects um, that may want to go out there, first time buyers, things like that, they're getting on there. And I think if we hammer home the advice of, or, or the, the message of, Hey, I'm just a resource for you. Ask me anything you want. Those first time buyers are like, Hey, cheers. Um, don't know where to start when I, you know, what's the first step I need to do? Should I apply for a loan? Should I find a house? And, um, you know, I have an in-house lender, so he's on those happy hours. So he's immediately answering those questions. Mm -hmm. I think it's bringing that value right now when 
there's so many other agents that are just like hunkering down, not paying attention, not nurturing their database, not, not doing that, that housekeeping that we should be doing. So that's the one, the first happy hour. The second one is current clients. Um, we're just saying, we're just like, Hey guys, we're on a pause right now. Cause a lot of the, our buyers, we're, we're seeing about 50, 50 split, 50 of them. Yeah. Are like, we yeah. don't care. Like, let's just get out there. Let's take a look at them. And then the other 50% are like, well, we're just going to pause it for a little bit. Well, they're still all just, and, and those, those happy hours are more like, Hey, how's everybody doing this week? What's your fitness goal? I thought was a big thing um, yesterday afternoon was like, everybody's talking about like a fitness goal and we're going to work. Like people are saying, Hey, I'll, you'd be my accountability coach on this happy hour next, you know, on two days from now, I'm going to tell you I lost a pound or whatever it was. And that was, everybody was like a fitness thing yesterday. Yep. And then um, our pro and then our prospects, that we're doing i mean past clients is the third one and those people i'm just really reaching out and saying hey guys um i'm here if there's anything you need and then we're sharing um you know a lot of the restaurants that are doing takeout and things like that mm. i'm sharing and we're all sharing like oh you should try this place or you should try that and um i think it's just really coming from a place of just being there for people and, and adding value when we're, you know, I think it's hard for realtors to get outside of our box, right? Sometimes all we think that our value is we can open up any door and then show them any house so we can find you the dream house, or I can list your house and get it sold faster than anybody else. Or my marketing, you know, is, is better than the next guy. And I think in these times it's more of, Hey, I'm just here. And, uh, it's, we're, we're seeing a big, uh, the, so out of those, and these aren't great numbers, but I, but I still think it, it's, um, it's still pretty good. No, our I last happy hour that we had out of our uh, 70,000 people, we had 980 oh people on, a, on our happy hour. So it was really cool. And I think it, the spirits were getting lifted. Everybody was like happy and cool. And, and I got text messages. My phone actually was blowing up afterwards. Like, when's the next one? And things like that. So, <laughs> so I really okay. feel like we're establishing ourselves as like the go-to place for relief during this time. That's amazing. That That's so cool. Um, so let me see if I've got this straight. So you have the probably um, the largest Zoom account that you can. And all of these uh, happy hours are logging into the Zoom call. Yeah. Oh and the first God. time we had like on this call right now, right? We can yep. all see each other. Yep. Well, except for Paul. Yeah. But <laughs> Come on, so Paul. like the, our, our first call was literally like so many people's screens were, you know, blanked out or they had like their just static picture. Yeah. And I'm like, you guys, listen, if you're going to be on this call, you have got to have your camera on. I don't care if you're in a robe or some of that, because this is like bringing in <laughs> human, human interaction. And, um, and then the second time there was still people with the thing and we, we blocked their thing. So they couldn't participate. They were on the call. They could listen to us and things like that, but we were not let them speak. They were like, they were in the chat part going, please, unmute, like, unmute me, unmute me. But it was like it made people interact and want to be a part of this like Zoom community we were, we're building. And um, we're just, our response has is, is been, is just been crazy. Mm -hmm. I, I really love that because we, we all, as from a brokerage standpoint, what we do is, is one Friday every month, we go ax throwing or bowling or golfing or hockey yep. or whatever. And um, we, we have one coming up tonight. And I, in the, what you're just saying, imagine if, if we just thought about inviting our clients, because we, we threw that out onto the call. It's like, hey, if you have any clients, bring them. That's what we usually do. But 
from this level, that's really blowing my mind. And, and I want to go back to what you said with, you said, I might be crazy here, but I think realtors are going to be the ones that bring the community back. Um, and I totally agree with you. And I think whatever, um, you know, chance that not, maybe not the iBuyer program, cause I don't know a lot about it. So I can't really speak to that, but whatever chance that these digital platforms were, uh, had about taking over our jobs. I think now we know how just how just how important we are to our clients, especially in times like this. A computer software program might be able to assist us in connecting, but they're not going to be the ones doing the connecting, right? So I, that's really cool, man. I really love that. Well, that human interaction, right? Like there's all these tech companies and things like that, and they're doing well right now because that's all we have is the tech part to connect with people. But when you think about, I mean, I'm almost 50 years old, right? So when I got started in real estate, we didn't have computers. We didn't have text message. We didn't have any stuff. We literally had like a phone book full of listings and I would go pick up my client and give them the book and be like, what do you want to look at today? And so I really feel like, and, and our brokerage kind of prides itself on, we just give every agents, every piece of technology tool that they're known to man. And I'm like, even if you took that stuff away from me, I still feel like I'd be a successful agent. And so, um, it's, it's just not a, um, I don't know. I feel like once this thing, you know, lets all the doors open and we're all back in the community, that personal touch is going to be more important than ever. And I feel, and, and, and also I was joking with an agent. I said, you know, and we, I'm sure all of us have worked with agents before that, you know, they get a commission check and they, they immediately take 10 to 20% and put it in their marketing pool budget. And then they take another 10% and put it away for their, whatever rainy day another for retirement and, that, and then we also work with agents that they get their um their commission check and they go buy you know louboutin shoes and, and they they're going to to you know make it rain in the club so yeah i think there's both ends of the spectrum but those people that once they get that commission check when we first get open back up for business are going to be the realtors throwing money back into the economy into I the mean, economy yeah right and they're going to be going to restaurants going to bars going to, to buy shoes or clothes or whatever it is and i really feel like and I'm not, and, and I mean, literally, I was, I went running through my neighborhood yesterday and one of, there's a friend of mine who, um, who also is part of a brokerage and we were talking and, and he said to me, I really feel like realtors would be the ones to bring this back. And I was like, oh my God, I just said that. And, and uh, I, I really believe that. I think mm -hmm. that it's, I think people are looking to the realtors as like, get to get a beat on what's happening in the economy and also in the community, right? We're the yep. ones that are driving around looking at houses. And especially if we're the ones that are posting a social media video or post or walkthrough, they're, they're like, oh my God, they're out there doing it. It's like they're like above the law or something. It sounds crazy, but I think that people are looking at us like that. Yeah, that's really cool, man. I really appreciate that, David. Thanks for coming on. I'm yeah. going to, I'm going to start like, I, I think I'm going to implement those happy hours. I saw a lawyer from New York, actually a good friend, client of mine. Uh, he lives in New York now and he sent me um, an email blast that his lawyer sent out and it was his lawyer. He was having wine tasting uh, 9 PM join our zoom call. And he's just a lawyer sitting there drinking wine with his clients and, 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 and other prospects. Right. So yeah. what a really cool idea. So I appreciate you coming on, David. I really do. Man, I, I, I appreciate the invite. I appreciate it a lot. Um, I'm going to send you some, I'm actually, I'm gonna put it in the thing. So just so you, I know that the iBuyer is probably new to Canada and things like that. Um, this is my iBuyer program, my site, so you can check it out. Mm -hmm. And, um, 
and as we we keep expanding out, it may be something we could talk about later on down the road to help yeah. each, each different market. Because um, it, it's not only for the iBuyer, it, it's, it's, I think it, it does give a lot of um, it, options for sellers, but it's a yeah. good it's a good lead gen for you guys too, after the fact, right? So if you go in there and, and into a listing appointment, and for us at least, we take that cash offer with us in hand. Yep. And if clients don't want it, they'll say, oh, that's just, that's just an iBuyer program. But if you want to go in traditional market, it looks like this. But that way you have everything on the table in front of them before you walk out. So Awesome, man. I love yeah, it. We'll I love in, it. We'll stay in touch about it. Yeah, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll add you to my personal network when we're done this call. Awesome. All right. Take care, my man. Awesome, Thank man. you. All right. You guys Thank have you. a great day. Yeah, you have too. a great one. Okay, Cody. And, and then it was you, man. So Yeah, man. Look, I, I, I'm just going to, for everybody who's stuck on the call, uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, if you're watching this post uh, or if you're just popping on, um, I'm just going to uh, end this with a little bit of a recap. And Cody, you're more than welcome to add anything you like. Um, so guys, if you're sitting there and you're, and you're wondering what to do in terms of marketing and, and how you can get out there and how you can stay active and stay on the top of everybody's mind is, you know, work on those client calls, um, past previous or, or past current, uh, and current prospects, um, get on those calls, make sure that, you know, that they're doing all right. Um, let them know you care, uh, ask for your testimonials. Number two, get those testimonials. People are, are not doing much right now. Right. So I, now's a perfect time. Um, and then post some videos, educate your, your clients with, with your, bring your lawyer or your mortgage broker on and, and get them to provide some information on the new mortgage rates that just came out today. There's a perfect video idea. Things are changing every day. So there's always something to talk about. Um, and then of course, uh, I don't know, in three, four, whatever, tell your story. Don't be afraid to be vulnerable. Don't be afraid to get personal. Um, and then email marketing. There's a few things that you can start pivoting right away. Make sure that it's not automated. Um, and then David from Atlanta absolutely blew my mind. Zoom calls for your clients. There's no reason why you can't. Every year, I have a client appreciation event at our winery. And we have food. We have music. And we have drinks. Why can't we do that virtually? We're doing that with our friends and family. Our clients are our friends and family. So that's my last piece of advice. Try to figure out a way that you can uh, have people on the call. I like how David said um, current clients, previous and prospects. And on his prospects call, he's got his, his mortgage broker. He's got his lawyer. He's got everybody that helped his trades people, I'd, I'd imagine. And, and, and it's just one big industry night, essentially, where anybody who has any questions um, can do so and get them answered. So that's, that's it, guys. If you want to reach out to me or if you want to copy of this video, I gladly send it to you. Cody, anything, last, anything else to kind of uh, 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 end this call, I guess? No, I, I, th I, like, I love what David said about the, uh, the, the chats. You know, we're doing something very similar. Uh, we're doing fireside chats uh, with our past clients, current clients, people that are a part of our community. So we're doing very something similar. Uh, you know, if I'm a huge history buff. I love history. Um, this is what, uh, you know, the, the fireside chats and this kind of like bringing people together. Uh, if you look at history, this is what's... Uh, uh, back during the Great Depression, this is what uh, uh, what they did. The, these fireside chats—they brought people together, and uh, uh, yeah, you know, just show people more than anything. Like 
I can get anything across, show people that you give a damn. Uh, if you really show people that you care, uh, you know, your business at the end of the day will be taken care of. And uh, I appreciate you having me on the call today. And uh, I, yeah, man, it's amazing. I, I love this community. I love realtors. And I totally agree with David that like real estate is going to be the lifeblood moving forward uh, because there's so much energy, there's so much passion, uh, entrepreneurs, and that's why we love working with you guys. Cool, man. All right. Appreciate everybody who came on the call today. Uh, I hope you, uh, you know, are, are out there being productive. So uh, take care, everybody. Thank you. Take care, guys.